You're listening to Having a Chat on CJRU in Toronto, the show where we take interesting people with interesting taste in music and talk to them about the music that they love. All right, so a few weeks back, we had Dens from the OBGMs on the show. Dens introduced us to a rapper called Claremont II, and we have since become obsessed with his music. Claremont's music is hard-hitting, genre-bending, and deeply personal, and we're very excited to have him here with us to chat about some music. This is Having a Chat. man well thank you very much for for joining us taking the time to chat with us yeah for sure thanks for having me i appreciate it yeah of course um so i want to um kick things off i'm you know with this new record of yours you did everything yourself as i understand it which is incredible and i think frankly super super rare um in hip-hop uh, where you know you you hear stories of just there being tons and tons of producers, different co-writers, things like that. Yeah. Um, and I was reading an interview where you said that you know you you've just like sort of part of what makes you able to do that is that you've just become kind of better at at doing the sort of production, the writing, everything like that. So I'm kind of just curious, like, <laughs> what are some things that you have learned along the way that have made you better? Yeah. Um. I mean. I think, honestly, things that have made me better, um, the most obvious one is just practice. Um, I've lit- Every album I've put out, I've controlled everything. I've produced every single one of my albums, um, dating all the way back to 2013 when I dropped my first project when I was like still in high school. Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of like figuring things out, um, even though I've been producing since I was like five. So right. um, my older brother What does brother that taught- look like? I mean, my older brother taught me how to use FL Studio. So nice. that, so there's like actually a picture of me, like, you know, with this super big head, uh, really small young me making beats on, on, on FL and, and whatnot. So like being, and my dad sings, um, and he plays piano and guitar and my brother, you know, musician as well. So I was producing from that young and I had all these musical elements around me. So it was only a matter of time before I just mm-hmm. like got into music full time and started doing it. And that's what I started to do in high school where I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. So just all that time, just producing and, and, and just writing and trying to become a better writer and uh, a better artist entirely um, practice, just a lot of practice. And I've been able to, other than like, you know, life experiences and me seeing different things and allowing me to write different things and just kind of, I don't know, like living, Honestly, as, as cheesy yeah. as it sounds, just being alive and, and kind of um, being more of a analyzer more than somebody who's kind of in the mix of things all the time. Uh, right. Just being able to step out and, and, and kind of look at everything. And um, I feel like and in, in, in the things I the things I write about and, and, and what I talk about, it's nothing is like a lie. And I've been mm-hmm. able to be on the inside of all these things that I talk about, but also be on the outside. So it's, it's giving me different perspectives and um, you know, I kind of have the dualities of what I would do in a particular situation or mm-hmm. how I'd react to something. So, I mean, I like, and I, I just like having full control of my products because um, it, it, you know, the music 
will have a distinct style to it because I'm handling everything. I'm I'm mm. I'm the head honcho. Um, I'm making the beats myself. I'm mixing the mm. records myself. I know what I want to get across. So, um, all my albums have a very I'd say everything that comes out at the same time in the world, I have a very distinct um, voice, I think. Um, right. Like even, even if I'm rapping on something um, on a beat that, you know, sounds like more current, I think what I do on the record, no matter what, I think I have a weird voice. So um, just from an arti- artistic perspective, I feel like just no matter what I say, it's going to come off different. People are going to be like, hmm, this, something about this guy doesn't really fit in. Um, right. so I'm like, either I just don't like this or I'm mildly intrigued or I'm very intrigued. So, you know, right. I mean, so I want to, I want to talk about lyrics for a sec. I mean, you know, the, yeah. there, there's the lyrics throughout this album. I mean, like the, the whole tone of the album, it seems to me, I wouldn't quite describe it as angry. I would almost describe it as like frustrated. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's kind yeah. of, and, and, you know, and we're going to kick things off with, um, with the, second track off of uh, off the album bent and you keep talking about like 40 percent is that you know a venting of frustration about selling with the industry or, um, or did so, i read into that a bit too so much it's, it's great because i think i've gotten that every single time somebody's asked me about it they're like are you talking <laughs> about labels and so it ended up kind of working with that as well because i i i, I hate the industry too but i mean right what I when I had initially wrote the song, what was in mind was taxes, is paying right. taxes in, <laughs> okay. in, in, in in Ontario, and I'm like, like damn, like like this is like once you start making a certain amount of money, they take like almost half of of your money, and yeah. it's it's and then like let's say you are signed to a label, and then they're gonna take some of that too. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, it's best for me to just kind of keep everything myself, keep it all in house because I'm gonna have to deal with taxes at the end of the day you know what i mean yeah. so it, it, i just thought it was fly to, to to write on the course i thought it sounded like super sick but um yeah. ultimately like taxes and 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 industry and, and whatnot yeah yeah um so and you know and, and i feel like you've been answering a lot of questions about this recently so you know we don't we don't have to get too into it but you you really kind of stuck your neck out on twitter um sort of leading up <laughs> to the release um and and I'm and frankly I was I was inspired like I'm always inspired by artists who you know just kind of say who just who just have who aren't bashful you know like they just like yo this album is gonna be sweet and more people need to listen to this there's yeah. no sort of you know poo pooing yourself and sort of saying oh, you know that's pretty cool whatever <laughs> you know what I mean like, you you were really out there unapologetically yourself like wanting people to listen to it and being upset that you kind of haven't you know gotten the you know the credit that's due so what Mm. what brought that about like what motivated you to stick your neck out i was tired of being in the exact same position that i've been for the after dropping great album after great album and i was just frustrated i was i was angry i'm like you know what man i i don't think i could do this again because i don't know how much i have left because a lot of artists at my level what they do is they drop a lot of singles and they don't have the cat the back end catalog that i have i have one two three four five projects full projects maybe six Mm -hmm. in the chamber um mm. like in the sorry that i've already put out you know what i mean like i'm right. I'm taking my time to put out a full out project and produce it myself and mix it myself um year after year i don't know how much more of these i could do like yes i'm still young and i still have more things to experience and i and i, I don't think 
I, I've been told that I'm not at my best yet. And, you know, I, I, I want to believe that, but I, I can't really, I don't know until I get to that point. I don't know mm-hmm. like what I'm going to be like in a year from now um, or what the next part, like I have faith in myself though, that I'm going to try to push the boundaries. But I was like, I can't be in the same spot again. I can't like, I'm trying to move out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. of course I, I, I love making music and that's priority but like it's time to like get the music out to the world and like let everybody hear it i want to work with my favorite artists you know i want them to know who i am um i think that means more to me than you know obviously being super rich like if one of my favorite artists is a fan of me like that's insanity or i get to work with one of them so i'm like look um like it especially goes for like where i'm from like my city like toronto i'm trying to like we need to talk about me more. We talk about the same three artists from the city all the time. Like we know, I don't even need to say the name, but we talk about the same, like three, four people. Like yeah. there's other people here that are doing crazy things. And, and yeah. I always hear, Oh, like Claremont's Toronto star child or, or the, the young buck or what, like that's coming up. And, uh, and it's like, why am I in the same position if everybody keeps saying this stuff? And yeah. like, I have pe- my friends telling me, Oh, Yo, you're famous. now." I'm like, I'm not famous. Because I could still walk downtown freely and no one will know who I am. And that's right. not to say, like, I want people to come up to me all the time. But it's more to say, like, that we need to do better if, if, if I am famous, so you say, mm-hmm. or I, I am the star child or whatnot. Because I've tapped into to, to my skill and I've really honed in on it. And, you know, I pushed the boundaries and it just seems like it's not hitting where it needs to hit. But I knew that snapping on Twitter and Instagram would uh, have people talking and it yeah. actually ended up working. And um, cause at the end of the day, I don't need the validation from the industry. I don't, I don't really need like all these awards because at the end of the day, if the people are messing with the stuff, the, mm-hmm. the, pe- the people have spoken, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care mm-hmm. about a, a jury of like 20 people that don't even make music commenting on, 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 mm-hmm. on my music. You know what I mean? It's not like I need this. You know what I mean? It's cool. It's a cool kudos. It's a cool trophy or whatever. But at the end of the day, the people that enjoy music will speak. And I just knew that like, if I said what I said, people would talk more and be like, oh, maybe we should uh, kind of buckle down and start spreading his name more. Maybe maybe <laughs> we need to see what this is about and whatnot. And it ended up, people were talking and having a conversation. People thought I was like super mad. Everybody became a shrink. I'm like, yo, I'm good. Don't worry. I'm fine. I'm more than okay. So yeah, because I because I was reading stuff about it, and and it kind of seemed like that was how people took it. Like people were like, you know, he like blew up on Twitter, and then I read the tweets, and I was like, this doesn't seem at all unreasonable to me, man. Like you know, the guy just wants some fucking credit. Like (laughs) let's let's give it to him. Um, So uh, we're gonna kick things off with the tune bent beyond the sort of the forty percent that we already talked to uh, talked to you about. What can you uh, what can you tell us about this song? Bent, man. I think I was just um, as usual, you know, just 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 rapping, just spitting, just getting, you know, just going into my bag, and but really, um, just hitting, you know, talking about. I don't know what I usually do. I talk about everything um, that goes on within my life, and and kind of. Uh, how i deal with it i think the first half of the track is me more kind of gloating and um being really cocky about like yo look what i'm able to do like like but also angry at the same time like why do people try me um and 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 kind of going back into the day where i talk about girls said that they like me and like they're lying and then things like that and um 
and just kind of people pressing me and, and just being angry and just kind of spitting like, yo, this is what I'm doing. This is how I am. And then the second half of the track, when the beat switches up, um, I get a little bit more um, in my head and a little bit more in depth of, of, of I don't know, like just the stress and, and the anger and the, and, and the anxiety and, and things like that. And that's why I think for that second half of that track, the cadence that I put on ends up working so perfectly because mm-hmm. you know for the, for the most part the song is just like me being bent being angry you know um yeah. but yeah i mean the lyrics speak for themselves yeah for real all right let's give it a listen this is uh bent by claremont the second on cgru hey hey not about a trip I don't wanna talk cause this hoe gave me lit. I've been trying to work up to a hug from a grip. I won't invest if it don't make me rich. Whoa. Work for myself. Whoa. They taking 40%. Whoa. 40%. Whoa. Making me bent. Why do niggas try me? Why these hoes try me? Said you never liked me. Why are you lying? They ain't wanna claim me. Don't have to remind me. Dying Tang makes me look good when she beside me. More legs I found cause the Tim's too expensive. Fakes from the flea had to hide from the kids. Sleeping on the couch had to generate business. Now I can buy it. Don't have any wishes. Rather go get it. I make a living. Expecting's pathetic. Don't be offended. I'm just direct. I'm not offensive. Deposit direct. Money not credit. Family set. I will come with it. Give me a minute. This is a check, not the rest of my digits. Bank is suspicious. Look like a plant. Look too expensive. Hey, hey, not about a trip. I don't wanna talk cause this hoe gave me lit. I've been trying to work up to a hug from a grip. I won't invest if it don't make me rich. Whoa, work for myself. Whoa, they taking 40%. Whoa, 40%. Whoa, making me bet. Team nine keeping it short when we talking. Real phone look like a burner, don't call me. Oink, oink. Tell the popo, get off me. My brother's no Taurus, got jumped unlawfully. They been through the worst, but I've been through it, don't cheese me. I can't stay in a box, I got offers. Need to know a girl age, I don't mess with toddlers. You niggas weak, don't know my mama's mama. No one love me more than a black woman, I promise. Look like I'm fine, but depressed by my falling. Don't test my kinfolk, we all grew up sparring. If I did, then no God, I probably. Can I guarantee my safety? I don't want bread. I can get a song for my baby on a budget. Offices don't give a damn about me, want me budget. But this is my hood and they don't love it, they want from me. How you trying to dictate where you ain't been on the pavement? Used to be in places where I ain't no niggas brazen. Think about my cousin every day since we laid them. And bridge don't care about it long as I paid them. Making me bent down. Making me bent um and then uh let's come back and talk about uh the line by d'angelo uh what do you like about this tune man uh the line by d'angelo uh that's my favorite song on voodoo um i think um the whole song is just this nasty this nasty bass line just the whole song that's the whole song and then d'angelo just doing his thing um vocally and i just thought the, i just thought the 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 i want to say the vibes but the vibes that it provides are pretty (laughs) (laughs) are pretty um like this the the mood and the feeling of that song is just super 
super nice and um even what he's even what he's saying you know like i'm i'm going to stick to my guns and things like that um just you know that's that's things that i you know i take in as well like sticking to my guns and and, and kind of trusting my gut even if that's not what he's like trying to say but like he said he's going to stick to that's kind of how you interpreted it exactly and um you know and then you got Pino Palladino on the base um who's like provi- like he's one of my favorite bass players so um that that song i think is is my favorite on on voodoo for sure right so i'm interested in like I, I really and I, and we keep, I feel like we keep coming back to it, but I'm really interested in the idea that you do everything yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so so he Deand, I mean, you know, obviously he's not doing everything himself, but but you're mm-hmm. speaking about the strength of this one bass player. So like, yeah. if, if D'Angelo I'm, can do everything himself if he wants to, though, because no he's doubt. playing keys, playing guitar. You know what I mean? D'Angelo no is amazing. But if you like, you know if you met someone who was like a really, really great, say bass player or drummer, mm-hmm. would you bring them in to collaborate with you? If you thought that they would be able to sort of do what you wanted? Yeah, for sure. Um, I just, um, I have a, like, there is people, like there's a set peop, uh, group of people that I actually want to work with. I just haven't met them yet. And I haven't, <laughs> um, you know what I mean? I'm not big enough to just like, Hey, yo, can you give so-and-so a call? Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? But there is, like, even, like, more local artists that I, I work with. I wouldn't say more from a production standpoint, but, like, like features and, and, and doing features or right. even having somebody come in on a song. I just don't want to fill up um, the credits on my album for the sake of filling up credits. Yeah, um, I think yeah. that there's a, a, a specific place for everybody. Like, um, a really talented uh, singer from um, Toronto, uh, M.I. Blue, she was on my Quest for Milk and Honey album. And, mm-hmm. you know... I haven't had anybody, um, even a singer, like I have a not, not even a singer feature on one of my records, I think, before that. That was the first time mm-hmm. I had that. Cola was on that album, um, who's my brother, but also the drummer of the OBGMs. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cola was on my last, the album that just came out. Hezzy mm-hmm. was on Lomont from the Ab. So I kind of just know, I just think I've placed those people in the perfect spots like, mm-hmm. this is where they should be, as opposed to just being like, oh, I think this album needs more features, so I'm just going to bring a bunch of people in it to do it. Yeah. I think that stuff is cool. Um, I just don't think it's what I want to do. And yeah. I don't think there's a... I, I think there's, like, this thing where it's like, yo, you have to work with people. You have to do this. You have to do it this way, or this is going to work. But what, one thing I've noticed is you don't have to do it one particular way. I, no. There's many ways to do it. And why do I have to do things that I don't want to do? Like, maybe it'll take a little bit longer. Maybe it won't. We have no idea. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, just whenever I feel like it works and wherever it makes sense, then I would uh, I definitely want to, you know, work with whoever, whenever. Yeah, and you're in the driver's seat, so you know you're you're exactly. good to make those calls. All right, this is uh, the line by D'Angelo on CJRU.
Alrighty, next up is uh, No Ordinary Love by Sade. Mm-hmm. What do you like about this tune? Well, Sade, I think, okay, so this entire this entire album, Love Deluxe by Sade, is mm. its own genre of music. I, <laughs> It's like you got R&B, you got Neo Soul, you got Soul, you got Gospel, then you have Sade. And mm-hmm. this, I think this song, um, this song or even Cherish the Day, I think they embody whatever this genre is if you can even put it into a genre but like i remember hearing the song a very long time ago very faintly i think it's it's like super faint like when i first heard it i'm like i feel like i've heard this song like when i first heard it and i was conscious like when i was older right right. right? um so i've like this album's been one of my favorites for years but like just this song in particular it just something about it just seems like not real like i feel like when i listen to the song like like this like life is like not real like i'm put into like a different like not to sound like cheesy or corny but it's just like when you just like take in the song it's kind of like not of here like it's just yeah. perfect the song is perfect the, the the lyrics are perfect it's like this is no ordinary love like i just think it's a super um beautiful uh sexy uh song from all aspects and i don't know it's i think it's a flawless record Right. So uh, we something we talk about a lot on the show is sort of like genre categorization. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, th- th- when we've had artists on before who have sort of said that they kind of like to exist in this area where they're kind of their own genre. And yeah. And, and I hear a lot of people describe you that way as well. Yeah. Um, like what what genres do you think make up your music? So. I, I definitely will say I am genre bending. Like I, right. I really incorporate everything. So um, there's you know gospel, R and B, soul, funk, uh, mm-hmm. jazz, disco. I would say if you were to take these genres and like put them all together. Oh, and hip hop, obviously. But <laughs> you see, I didn't even mention hip hop. Like that's like the last thing. Like I feel like I care about everything else that I mentioned other than hip hop. Like I care about those more. That's just mm-hmm. what I grew up with. Um, right. So, like, if you take all of those elements and drumble them together and, and, you know, throw them at a wall and then pick up the pieces and whatever, then you'll basically uh, get what I do. And But then when you get to that point, it's like, all right, so how do you even describe this? Like, why why can't my song Done be a jazz record? Why is that not a jazz mm-hmm. record with rapping on it? Why is that not a, a jazz record with some 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 trap drums? Why is you know what right. I mean? Why is this not an R and B record? Because the whole second like the bridge area, that's those are straight up like just like jazz like R and B chords. Like so, mm-hmm. why can't it be that? So I don't. I I definitely like. I'm not the biggest fan of the categorizing rather than just letting music be music. Um, right. But I mean, you know. I guess it's like just easy for people to identify. Like it's yeah. easy to just, you know, listen to, um, you know, Chick Korea and be like, yeah, this is a jazz album. Like this is yeah. straight up a jazz album. Um, or listen to, you know, uh, listen to far side and be like, yeah, this is a hip hop album, but they're, you know, right. they're singing on there and they're sampling jazz records. Why is this not all this other things? You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I yeah. would just say I'm, I'm a blend of everything or well, a lot that's... of things. That's why I've really, you know, one of, for a long time, one of my favorite Toronto artists was Bad, Bad, Not Good. And I, and I really mm. liked them for that reason, yeah. just because, you know, they, they were, they're a jazz band, but they'll also do like, you know, they'll, they'll do that cover of Buggin' or they'll cover Flash yeah. and Lights or they have that whole album with Ghostface. Like they really, yeah. 
and I and I love bands that just kind of say fuck it to sort of confining to yeah. bands and artists who just don't. What's the point? Like Cola, who's actually like you know one of my managers, but also uh, my bro. Um, he has like I've been like he's taught me how to make beats from the beginning, and he's had a batch of beats from like the two thousands, like early two thousands, and this guy. I was definitely ahead of his time when it came to making beats because he, he has like a chamber of like he was like a sample king um he has a chamber of beats but they never were in one lane it was just like he made whatever he wanted to make whatever just sounded good like sometimes i find myself um being put into like kind of messing myself up like i shouldn't be doing this like i make a sample and be like oh this sample would sound good with these drums um but like I'm trying to like make this kind of song. I'm trying to, right, as opposed right, to right. just naturally just doing it. So um, one thing that I, you know, I've done and I still continue to do today. I'm like, yo, if this sounds good, then I'm just going to call it a day. It sounds good. And I'm going to yeah. do what I do on this beat, regardless yeah. of what people say, because I'm not going to waste my time trying to, you know, make it sound particularly, particularly good for this specific reason and then be mad at the outcome or be mad that it's out because well, i'm not happy with this i should have did this and whatnot right. so you know i think just make what comes to you yeah man let's do it all right this is uh no ordinary love by sade on cjru
All right, next up is uh, Tyler, the creator, New Magic Wand. Um, just by listening to your stuff, it's not surprising that you picked him. Like the, the yeah. I can see the influence pretty clearly as a big fan of his and a big fan of yours. Uh, why'd you pick this song off of uh, off his new album? Um, I think it was hard to choose a song on like this. First and foremost, it was it was hard to choose a, a, a particular song on that on Igor. Um, I just think this one is like, I don't know. This one is, is, I think it's a standout. I think like majority of the, I think like the whole album is a standout, but, um, this one is just, it's crazy. It's in, in insanity. You know what I mean? And I remember when I first heard it, he posted a teaser, um, like it was like a short, like 45 second clip, maybe under a minute, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, it was the the it was the please don't leave me now that part right. and i was like hmm i don't know if i like this i wasn't sure at first and then then the beat dropped and it got crazy and i'm like okay then when the album came out and i heard the full song i'm like this is a really good song this is a crazy <laughs> song um from from his vocals on it and just kind of what he does with his vocals on it to the production um it's it's insanity like i, I and i don't even know why like I remember there's times where I hear a song for the first time and I'm like, not sure. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't even know why I even thought that in the first place. I'm like, maybe right. it just wasn't enough. Maybe I didn't get the full, the full thing. I, I, I don't know what it was, but yeah, that song is, is, is insane. And then I love when the, the bass comes in, the bass line comes yeah. in when uh, he starts yelling. Um, yeah, it was, that's a crazy track. Yeah, no doubt. Can't put it any better than that. This is Tyler, the creator with new magic wand Sometimes on CJRU. You close the door to open a window.
shit so clear I live life with no fear Except for the idea That one day you won't be here I will not fetch the bar Eyes are green, I eat my vegetables It has nothing to do with that bra But if it did, guarantee she'd be gone Well, I got a plan with the walk in the pen If you can't understand, I'm a hawk in the gym Eyes on the floor, I got weight on my chest That I need to get off, I ain't talking to them Can't be in the picture if you got no frame Don't let the world know, cause I ain't got no shame Blow the whole spot up, cause I ain't I wanna share last names, I wanna be your number one, not the other one Keep it on the low, I'm in my right mind, keep it on the high I drain the chocolate, spill it, fill it, now I'm out here mopping up Foot on the floor, pack up your bags, we hit the store Grab all supplies, no need for masks, bust through the door Get the job done like retirement, I'm in, you look concerned, new magic wand Alright man, next up is uh, Kendrick, Wesley's Theory Yeah what do you like about uh, what do you like about Kendrick and what do you like about this song? So Kendrick, one of my favorite artists off top ever. Um, so what's crazy? Uh, not to make this a super long story, but um, learning production from my uh, my brother, um, mm. he was showing me. You know, he wasn't necessarily showing me, but listening to his beats, he would do a lot of things that I obviously ended up mimicking. Just being you know in a house with somebody all your life. Um, and then it ends up just kind of becoming your style and whatnot. Um, one of his favorite bands is, uh, Funkadelic or Parliament. Um, also one of my favorite bands and I had no idea that they were one of my favorite bands. Uh, you know what I mean? And Funkadelic is like all these, like for, for years I've been making these beats with like all these different leads and, 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 and synths and, and doing all these crazy lead things and whatnot, not knowing how much of, um, you know, having not listened to a Funkadelic album. Um, you know, I thought it just came from the West Coast, but Funkadelic is responsible for like 80, 90% of hip hop period. Like right. just everything they've done um, or George, everything George Clinton has done. Um, so like I've lately been on a spiel of just listening to like Funkadelic records, man. Like from, um, you know, like when they were parliament, like Funk uh, Teleki versus the placebo syndrome and and let's take it to the stage and whatnot and just every and and who i am basically stems from who they are um mm-hmm. as well and like and then you find out that they inspire people like prince inspire people like uh d'angelo and i'm like mm-hmm. this all makes sense like this all like th- this is why i am the way i am so now we get to now we get to wesley's theory where is it's a it's like off top, like this is the first song on the album. This is the first song on to Pimple Butterfly, one of my favorite albums. And it's, it's, you got fe- featuring George Clinton, right? And it's just the craziest, like, like just the craziest funk record. You have a, a sub 808 um, under an actual bass, an actual bass guitar um, with the, you know, the wah effect on it, doing crazy things. I don't know who's playing bass. I feel like it might be Thundercat playing bass on that, right. but it's, it's, it's crazy. And then, the Kendrick's chorus on it um, from a, you know, a, uh, how it's structured um, and what notes he's singing and, and, and the harmonies and the way the song is mixed is just like easily one of my favorite songs, period. Um, and I just, I remember when I first heard it, I was like in, in the kitchen and the album had leaked like a little bit early. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I, I, I I, 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 I'm going to listen to it because I, I just have to. So I, I listened. The first, I'm like, is this real? I was convinced that it was a fake album. I was like, this is very different from his last project. I'm like, what is this? I, is this actually his album? And I was like, just blown away by that record. Like yeah. just, just to open the album out 
that crazy. And then, you know, of course, g- great lyrics, great rapping. Um, but like for me, like when I was in the music, it's the whole thing. Like sometimes mm-hmm. bad mixing could ruin a great song. Sometimes oh, poor verses could ruin a great beat, you know, and vice versa. You know what I mean? Right. So, but I think that song is like just everything perfectly done. Yeah, I mean, like the the influence of George Clinton and Parliament is insane. Like honestly, yeah. like like I first, you know, because I'm I'm I've always been more on the rock side of things, and I'll kind of swing back and forth into hip hop every once in a while. But yeah. like I, you know, he he was like one of the earliest influences on the on the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like that's yeah. how I first heard about him because I was reading Anthony Kiedis's book, and he produced like their second record. Yeah, um, yeah, I was watching a documentary, and he was, and they were talking about it, like. And this is at, like what made it great too is this is after George Clinton was blackballed, I think, uh, from the he's like blacklisted, and like no label was trying to work with him. Like they why weren't did trying that to happen. Work. Um, it happened because he had a deal with Roger Troutman, and if I if I'm correct, what happened was the they were working on a deal with I can't remember who it was I, I think it was like. CVS, CBS, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think another label had tricked Roger Troutman into basically giving that label um, demos and the, the same liner notes and the same, I guess, like photos or something um, to another label. So they ended up accidentally signing that deal with this different label while Clinton was in talks with, with this label. So now the label thought that it was like, they, like George Clinton and Roger were in cahoots. And right. so it looks super slimy. Like, yo, why would you even talk to us while you're doing this deal or whatever? And then yeah. nobody wanted to do deals with him. Then Redhead, Red Hot Chili Peppers wanted George Clinton to produce their record. And I think that's how the story goes. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Yeah. All righty, man. Crazy. Well, uh, let's give the tune a listen. This is Wesley's Theory by Kendrick Lamar on CJRU. Strobe lights in a room, snatch your little secretary bitch for the homies. Blue eyed devil with a fat ass mouth. I'ma buy a brand new cutty on vows. Truck the hood up two times, do slow. Plan them on everything, plan them on wet right. Married to the game and a bad bitch shows. When I get signed on me, I'ma buy a strap. Straight from the CIA, set it on my lap. Take a few M16s to the hood. Pass them all out on a black one's good. I'ma put the cop to swap me by the White House. Republican run up, get signed out. Hit the press with a Cuban link on my neck. Uneducated, but I got a Check like that. We should never get, we should never get. 
Yo, what's up? It's Trey. Remember the first time you came out to the house? You said you wanted a spot like mine. But remember, anybody can get it. The hard part is keeping it, motherfucker. What you want? You a house, you a car, 40 acres and a mule, a piano, a guitar, anything. Say my name is Uncle Sam on your dog. Motherfucker, you can live at the mall. I know you're a guy, that's why I'm kind. Don't have receipts. Pay me later, wear those gators. Cliche and say fuck your haters. I can see the bottle in you. I can see the dollar in you. Little white lines, but it's no white collar in you. But it's whatever though, because I'm still following you. Because you make me live forever, baby. Count it all together, baby. They hit the register and make me feel better, baby. Your horoscope is a Gemini, two sides. So you better cop everything two times. Two coups, two chains, two C notes. Too much and enough, both we know. Christmas, tell them what's on your wish list. Get it all, you deserve it, Kendrick. And when you hit the White House, do you? But remember, you ain't passed economics in school. And everything you buy, Texas will deny how Wesley sniped your ass before 35. Yeah. All right, so uh, next up is Love by Kirk Franklin. Um, this one's a bit different from the other ones that you've picked. Uh, what can you tell us about it? So Love by Kirk Franklin. Um, first of all, Kirk Franklin is one of the, like, you know, like when everybody thinks gospel music, um, Kirk Franklin is like usually the go-to, but also Kirk Franklin is a pop star, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, you know, he's on BET all the time. He, you know, he's collaborated with like non-gospel artists, so um that album actually i think i can't remember i think it's like new nation or i can't actually remember the album but that song i think the what kirk franklin was really good at um and i think why he stood out so much from a lot of gospel artists is his songwriting was really good Mm -hmm. um and i feel like his songs could also be applied to even you know the secular world um so Mm -hmm. With that song, the harmonies are insane. The lyrics are really nice and very beautiful. The you know, obviously the production's good because gospel bands are like the best musicians yeah. in the world, like all the time. So uh, I think that song is just. I think when I was making Dream, that was one of the songs that was in my mind. Um, right. uh, Deang- like the way D'Angelo's uh, Voodoo album was mixed, that was in my mind, um, and then. Kirk Franklin's love was in my mind just based on the harmonies that I put on my song dream. Um, like when, when I get to the bridge and uh, the second time the bridge repeats, I have these slew of vocals that come in to, 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 to fill everything out for like, right. like one second, but that Kirk Franklin's love was in my mind. And that, that song is, I think another perfect song, like just, like the the, the 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 vocals are flawless the writing's flawless the the music is flawless the whole thing is flawless that's a beautiful song yeah beautiful let's give it a listen this is love by kirk franklin on cjru
Canadian album, CanCon Quota, Stormat <laughs> Sunup, <laughs> Gino yeah. Vanelli. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about it. What do you like about this album and what do you like about Gino Vanelli? Stormat Sunup is insanity. Um, Gino Vanelli is one of the most underappreciated artists, period. But I'll, I'd definitely say Canadian artists, but definitely artists, period. Um, mm-hmm. Just 
something about his music just sounded like he wasn't supposed to be doing it. It sounded risky. Like it sounded like, you know, basically how, you know, Funkadelic's music was like, is like you listen to it and you're like, this sounds like they're not supposed to be doing this, but it's just really, really good. <laughs> that's how I felt about Gino Vanelli. Like, that's how I feel about his music as a whole. Like, there's, there's, I think he has a couple albums where I'm like, I feel like the label told him to do this. There were a couple songs. I feel like the label said he should do this, but then he has like a like his few albums that are just like, this is insanity. And I, he makes music with his brothers as well. Um, I think one of his brothers is like a drummer or just like one of the producers or something like that. And then his other brother... Um, arranges and writes as well plays the piano um mm-hmm. joe vanelli and then his other brother you know what i'm just gonna i'm just gonna give respect to all of them real quick so <laughs> if gino vanelli um who's his brother joe vanelli and ross vanelli the all of them so so like i think that's super cool he made his music with his brothers but like his storm at sun up man top to bottom is just insanity like musicianship on a thousand um the vocals are insane on the whole thing and of course this is a time where you don't really have to worry so much about the songwriting because it was usually good it was just good songs it was good (laughs) love songs but even like good worldly songs just songs about whatever uh so man and then the intro the way the, the album start starts is like okay so this guy you know, you, you start with some, you know, some soft singing. He's, you know, very quiet. Um, I think there's roads behind him, some road roads keys, and then it picks up. Then you have you hear the synth bass come in, and you know he goes into a higher register, and then the song breaks, and then you get this like fast jazz song that's like do 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 do, and then you get these congos, and then like it's crazy. It's like like some crazy fusion jazz, and then it goes back to the same thing at the beginning, super triumphant, and that's how the album starts. And then it like for like the next like the next rest of the album for the rest of the album is just good music, great vocals underrated underappreciated storm at sunup is my favorite album of his i remember my brother cola he showed me i, I keep talking about this cola guy cola is annoying um but <laughs> he he showed me this song um one night with you and when i googled one night with you album um storm at sunup came up even though it's not on that album but that album mm-hmm. came up for some reason and that's when i downloaded that and this was like maybe 2014 i would say Thanks. maybe 2014 2013 15 i don't know around that time um and that's that became my favorite gino album and then i just like started listening to all his albums yeah damn what a glowing review <laughs> um, <laughs> all right this is uh storm at sun up by gino vanelli on cjru
Um, all right, man. Uh, last tune. Um, I've picked. I've picked the tune, and uh, and we're gonna do done, just because oh, it's, uh, it's it's my favorite tune on the record, man. Like, thank it's, you. It's like it sounds very Tyler influenced. Mm, um, okay. But I, I see all, that. Okay. It's, it's also got that sort of same kind of frustration about it that i was describing mm-hmm. that you can really feel on the whole record like it, it just it seems like you're you know just really trying to say something so i, yeah. I guess i guess sort of you know it's kind of simple question but what are you trying to say with this song man done it i'm saying i am done i am done with the bull <laughs> that's basically what i'm saying uh and i think everything reflects that and you know i always have to throw in um you know my oats to 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 where i'm from and like every song you always hear a hint of where I'm from or where, what I come from. And I think I'm frustrated on mostly everything, <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, like just talking about how I'm, I'm, I'm done going outside. Like I'm, I'm done like being like, I, I'm, I'm paranoid because of what's going on in the streets. And, but I'm also, I'm done with like you guys, like overlooking what I'm capable of doing and, and, and mm-hmm. how I, and how I do it. Um, 
And then, you know, I talk about, you know, just kind of like, uh, I talk about Jamaican spots on Jane Street, um, mm-hmm. got me red sauce on the fried. And then, you know, just basically like, um, I don't know, like a backstory. And I, like, I was always hella broke and I borrowed money from the guys, had to give it back yeah. in quarters if they gave me a five. Um, mom was back at school, the money low, but it's inspiring. Like all that, all that stuff. Like, it's just kind of like a, a backstory of kind of where I, I've gotten to. Like a lot of my songs are, I would say a, a majority of my songs is like, is backstory. A lot of backstory, a lot of reflection, um, a lot of reminiscing. And then a lot of trying to recapture the feeling of great times, like of good times. Like it, I think like when I was a child, it was great. You don't have to worry about real life things. And then it got really hard. And now I'm kind of in the process of going back to that childlike feeling. And I think mm-hmm. although my music is very aggressive, if you really listen to the lyrics and really taking what I'm saying, a lot of it is trying to recapture when things was good because things got very real, very fast. Um, getting older, like a lot of, a lot of things have happened um but done like even in what inspired that like what inspired the whole album is definitely video games like the like video games is, is an important part of who i am like even the intro mm-hmm. song is basically a startup to a console a game console that i made and um i made this like rpg um soundtrack and and whatnot mm-hmm. that transitions into bent um but also um movies like korean cinema korean horror cinema involved mm. uh, um inspired some of, of like even done done starts with like a dun, 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 dun. it's like a very horror-esque like mm. scary like and then even gunfinger is the same thing um like like just horror and but like more psychological horror more than like jump scares and whatnot mm. um so done was like when i had made done i already knew that like yeah this is gonna this is gonna be one i'm like this is like I remember just playing the thing thing. I'm like, this is it. This is the song. Like this is, and then yeah. everything came naturally. Everything was perfect. Yeah, man, for real. All right. So before we wrap up, um, we always like to give uh, our guests just a chance to plug anything that they've got. Uh, you just put out a new album. Uh, yeah. And what can you tell the people where to check you out and, uh, and what they can expect to hear from you? It's not how it sounds is out on every single platform that you can listen to music on or even watch videos on. It's out. It's everywhere. Um, I'm. I've been kind of quiet lately. Like I've been off the internet, just taking a break from it because you know you get told uh, from management, yo, you should post more. You should do this more. You should do that more. You, you know, people want to hear you say stuff, and then when I say stuff, everybody's like a shrink, and everybody's trying to help me, and everybody thinks they know what I'm actually thinking, and it's like this is why I don't say anything because I get annoyed. So. Um, I really took a break and, and if I were to come online to, uh, say something, it's usually, I don't know, like a quick thought and I just don't check anything. I just get on type, get off. Um, but I've been quiet off the internet working on basically pushing this album. It seems like I'm not pushing it, but I'm really pushing it. And we're Mm -hmm. like in the process of doing some really sick things. So maybe in the next month or so, um, I got like stuff coming and it, it's right. gonna be really sick it's gonna be really cool like and I, it's 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 i would say it's stuff that that people have been asking for for a while um but at the same time like new cool things that i don't really want to talk about yet i just want to finish it <laughs> i just want to get it done and push that um and uh the obgms i'm like like i'm not doing anything with the project but i'm witnessing um 
what they're doing with the project and I got to shout them, shout them out too, because mm-hmm. I, I, I think I'll be doing something with them, but I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you that, but Dang. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep it there. And if they're mad, it doesn't matter because when I die, <laughs> no one's going to remember this anyways. They're, they're going to be like, Oh man, we shouldn't have gotten mad at him for exposing that. Oh, that we might be doing some sort of collaboration or whatever, but like, you know, <laughs> I, I'm a part, basically I'm doing the hella features and I'm, I'm going to be a part of some really cool things. I'm talking a whole lot, but you know, what? I, I have to say like, I'm, I'm excited now that I've taken this break from the internet to just, just get back to work. And yeah, I'm um, just, just, I got stuff coming for sure. Alrighty. Thanks so much to Claremont the second for joining us this week. As always, don't forget to rate review and subscribe and you can find us on social media at having a chat. And this is Claremont the second with done on CJRU. Hey, whoa, don't tell me what you like. Don't comment on my life. Niggas I don't like first to give advice. We not meeting twice. If you silent to the wife, they hard to be quiet. They ain't putting me on ice. I done been on eyes. I done been on CRTs. I done been on wides. Used to be outside. Done being outside. Too many niggas I don't like. I should stop being a pump. Here I'm stunned, prayed over my life. Jamaican spots on Jane. Got me red sauce on the fried. Always hella broke. Borrow money from the guys. Had to give it back in quarters if they gave a five. Mama's back in school. The money low, but this inspiring. What a different time. Hitting in the Acura of Hezzy got the ride. Got back from the dealership. Now I'm whipping mine. Ain't road a bus in time. Shout out my homie God. Been waiting for that live. If you want to owe me, you should go back to him. The Avenue construction got the blocking ruins. I'm laughing at him, talking way more than they moving. Not a movie, never pay somebody. Yeah, the angles to me. Ah, don't tell me what you like. Don't comment on my life. Niggas I don't like. First to give it back. They seen I'm meeting twice. If you silent to the wife, they hard to be quiet. They ain't putting me on ice. I done been on eyes. I done been on CRTs. I done been on wides. Used to be outside. Then being outside, too many niggas I don't like. I should stop being a punk. Parents done prayed over my life. Prayed over my life. Don't expect the conversation, not naming a price. Hey, I'm done letting y'all slide. All the bills of my rest don't cut me no slack to figure out life. Hey, prayed over my life. I'm done letting y'all slide. Done being outside, too many niggas I don't like. I should stop being a punk, parents done prayed over my...